Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transform. Today, I want to talk to you about get ready to get out of the wine press. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. Before I continue, I want to thank Park Home and Made by Vogel for the items that help make up our studio. The book of Judges shows us an interesting encounter in chapter 6. It's about a, a man named Gideon. Many of you know the story. Let me set it up by giving you the verse uh, 1 and 2 of that chapter. It says, Then the sons of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord gave them into the hands of the Midianites for seven years. The power of Midian prevailed against Israel. Because of that, the sons of Israel made for themselves dens which were in the mountains and the caves and in strongholds. It's an amazing portion of scripture. The people of God were living in a land that God had promised them. They had conquered it through the leadership of Joshua. It was their land. However, they found themselves now at a point where they were hiding in dens and caves because of an invading enemy. Surely the God who led them to conquer the land would keep them safe from the attacking enemy. What happened to their protection? What happened to their strength? Well, their protection was hindered because the Bible says they turned from God and did evil in his sight. Certainly a perfect, loving God cannot turn a blind eye to sin. No more can a loving parent turn their eyes from a disobedient child. Now, as a result, they now were being attacked in an onslaught of the enemy. Now, there's two things that this onslaught of the enemy did in their lives. One is it caused them to go into a state of fearful isolation. They lived in fear rather than the promised place of God. I've met many people who are constantly living in a state of fear because of the devil and or life's circumstances. They can't seem to live in the promised reality of God and his promises. We've never been called as believers to live in a state of fear or a state of isolation. The second thing the onslaught of the enemy did in their lives was to destroy their resources. You see, resources from God are the resources that the people of God are to use for God. But the enemy, the Bible says, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You see, stolen resources, that leads to stolen purpose. Stolen resources leads to the inability to live according to purpose. Stolen resources lead to an impoverished condition keeping you oppressed. The fact of the matter is, if he can steal your resources, he can keep you from the purpose of God for your life. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says that they would come and they would camp and they would destroy the produce as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance in Israel, as well as no sheep, no ox or donkey. You see, the enemy came in just like he comes into our life. One, he comes in with the nature of a thief to kill and to steal and destroy. The ultimate goal being to impoverish God's people through isolation and depletion of resources. They were brought low because of the onslaught. And then, just like the nature of a serpent, he gets you to then believe his lies. You see, the nature of the serpent is deception. The nature of the serpent is falsehood. And that's what the enemy does as well, is get us to a place where we believe the lies and the deception to bring us to a state of not knowing the truth of God. One thing, however, is illustrated through the book of Judges. 
God will allow, only allow the enemy to wreak havoc for so long. The fact is, the enemy will not leave on his own. However, God generally drives him out through three things I want to address. First of all, God does this in all of our lives. I've seen God do this from cover to cover of the scripture. I call it transformational encounter. You see, God was getting ready to do something on the behalf of his people. And in doing so, he brought a transformational encounter to a man who was hiding in a wine press. This encounter would be life-changing in the life of Gideon. God encounters lead to transformational encounters. I mean, think of all the times in Scripture. Abraham had an encounter. Jacob had an encounter. Joshua had an encounter. The Apostle Paul, when he was Saul the persecutor, had an encounter with God. A transformational encounter with God of heaven will transform how you live on the earth. All of us need to have transformational encounters. And I want to say this to you. God wants to have a transformational encounter with you. The second way that God transforms and gets us out of this winepress thinking is through transformational truth. The enemy thrives on lies, deception, and distortion. When you believe the lies of the enemy, you live according to his desires, not God's. The nature of the enemy is falsehood. The nature of God is truth. The truth of God leads to transformed thinking. You will never be willing to leave what you believe to be true until what you believe to be true is proven to be false. And that's what the truth of God does. And then the third thing is transformational power. All too often, we live in a state of isolation and fear because we don't possess or believe we possess the power to change our situation. But this is exactly what God does for us, isn't it? Isn't he the God who transforms us from weak to strong? Isn't he the God who empowers us with his spirit? Isn't he the God who transforms us with his gifts? If the book of Judges shows us anything, it shows us a mighty God who makes a man or a woman or a people powerful. You see, seven years, the people of God had lived under the yoke of an oppressor, but God was now going to lead his people out of that state. No longer would they be under the yoke of their enemy. No longer would a warrior hide in a wine press. No longer would a wine press be stolen of its purpose. You see, there was one thing that really caught me about this passage I want to leave with you today. For seven years, God's people lived under the yoke of Midian. Gideon was hiding in a wine press. But when God showed up, the angel said four words, God is with you. God is with you. Now stop and think about that for just a moment. Sometimes we find ourselves in a state or a circumstance we don't want to be in. Sometimes it's our own doing. Sometimes it's because of our own choices or poor choices. And we think that God has abandoned us. The fact of the matter is he never abandons us. It's us who walk away from him. And God shows up and he says these four words. God is with you. Even in a state of isolation and fear, the angel of the Lord said four words to assure Gideon. God is with you. God is with you. Imagine that for just a moment. Even in your situation or your circumstances, might have been your choosing, might have been the results of poor choices, and you think God has abandoned you. The fact of the matter is he hasn't abandoned you. God is with you. And the Bible tells us if he's for you, who can stand against you? You see, he's with you even when you've tried to run from him. He's with you. He's with you even whenever your poor choices have caused you 
and brought things into your life you wish weren't there. God wants to take you out of this place. He wants to take you out of this place of stolen purpose because that's what happened to Gideon. He lived in a wine press sifting wheat. But God said, you're a mighty warrior and you're in a place doing something you're not supposed to be doing with something that's not supposed to be used that way. But doesn't that happen in our lives? We allow the enemy to come in to steal us, rob us of our identity, rob us of our purpose, and everything around us becomes distorted as well. But remember these four words, God is with you. God is with you. It's going to lead us into our next several weeks of discussions on this whole story. Next week, I'll talk to you about how God transformed Gideon's identity. But for this week, this is what I want to leave you with. Get ready to leave the wine press. Get ready to leave that place of stolen purpose. Get ready to leave that place of stolen identity. Why? Because God's with you. And he's going to transform the way you think. And he's going to transform you through encounter. And he's going to transform you with power. God bless you. Have a great week.